I ain't screwed the moon in. That movie... And he's Scooty Woody, anyways. Okay, people, we just says Scooty Woody. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> this is the problem. You might have heard about this: the Vin Diesel syndrome. We got a bad wheel wad. We need woo woos and wabas. Wazzy won't woos. Wazzy won't whack and a wisher. You know we, we got, got that. I remember everything about my father. So yes, Vin Diesel occasionally talks like, in our mind. Wheel extweed. When he gets his tough guy voice. Anyways. And Danny's always a tough guy, so he's always listen, got I'm Vin a very Diesel tough syndrome. <laughs> okay, so first off, thanks for listening. Second, don't forget that we have an email address. You can email us your thoughts, good or bad. Hopefully good. If it's bad, we'll just delete it. Did we set that up? Before <laughs> you see the film at gmail.com. No way. Yes. Anyways, The Invisible Man, Jess. I give it a solid A. A solid A. That's what I said. I agree. But. No, we're going. I can't talk anything bad about it until we're in spoilers because. But basically, he's got bad stuff. No, overall, I would recommend Mm -hmm. this movie to pretty much anybody. Mm -hmm. Unless you're terrified of terrifying things. This was one of those movies, and I've never read the book. I very much would like to now. I wish I would have before. I prefer to read a book before I see the movie because usually once I see the movie, I'm not going to go back. This one, I'm definitely making an exception because... I wouldn't be surprised if it has nothing to do with the book. I know we have one in the basement. I don't know if it's a Wells or Ellison. But are you just saying there's like the original Invisible Man, like... Year, how many years ago? The black and white movies. Yeah, I mean, 1897. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so. yeah, no, I probably won't <laughs> read that book. <laughs> um, so, really, I don't know. I mean, okay, I have not read the 1897 book, but I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that this movie has not much to do with with that storyline it's a really good movie i mean it's terrifying it's believable um i don't question the characters choices maybe at the end you know maybe i should a little bit but so the general plot of this movie i'm not good at that you (laughs) get the plot so when it starts off you meet the main character uh cecilia Everyone calls her C. So we meet C, and it's middle of the night, like 3 in the morning, and she's already at the point where she's ready to escape her boyfriend. Extremely well done. I mean, I was stressed out immediately. I mean, her creeping through the house, gathering her clothes, bumping into things. She has them tucked under the mattress. Oh, yeah. In, like, air vents, a go bag with, you know, documents and stuff. Extremely well done, stressful. That was a terrible setup for the movie. When she escapes, as you'll see in the trailer, Adrian Adrian kills himself. He leaves her $5 million, payable $100,000 each month for the next like four years or something like that. But she cannot commit a crime. And what did I lean over and say to you as soon as we saw that scene where she's sitting there with the fancy lawyer brother... You know, and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, here, $5 million per some conditions. And next thing we know, they're celebrating her $5 million. And as smart as this character is, I don't think she'd want anything to do with him. 
millions or right. not. Well, I don't I'm, think she would have signed anything. No, because it wouldn't be worth it. Plus, her lawyer would have read everything and be like, uh, this doesn't seem right. But in the trailer, like, it made it pretty clear. I thought the whole thing would be she'd have to undergo the evaluation just to be proven sane before she got any money. It was just kind of the, – the trailer is misleading in a couple different ways. I mean, all really in good ways because in the trailer there's some shocking moments or, like, moments that I loved that weren't in the movie. I hate seeing a movie where all of the good parts are in the trailers, and I had that suspicion with this movie, but I like what they cut, like, only showed in the trailer and didn't put in the movie because the trade-off, the things in the movie, terrifying. Like, there's a scene in this movie. It's, like, one of the most terrifying scenes I've ever seen, and it's so simple. Are we talking about the diner restaurant? I wouldn't call it a diner. It's a diner. Yeah. It was an extremely... Dining establishment. It was a hip restaurant. It was like a club. Yeah, that's definitely not a diner. It's a happy place where people go to dine and eat food. Anyways, that scene, you'll know it when you see it. I was... My jaw, it was a, a jaw dropper. My eyes filled, like, got all watery. Like, my heart stopped. Like, it was like a genuine shock reaction. I'm getting chills thinking about it. absolutely terrifying and unexpected. This movie does a really good job, like, coming home. Like, I was pushing Danny through the door. Like, oh, come on. Like, I'm scared. Like, this movie does a good job of, like, like, I'm looking over my shoulder. Like, my reality is still partially from the movie yeah it's a very good movie everyone will pretty much like it unless you don't want to see this type of movie which is basically a woman being stalked and beaten up over an hour and a half so jess spoilers at this point people back to that diner scene i don't know what you're talking about not the diner scene, the restaurant, hip restaurant. Oh, the scene where they're <laughs> sitting down in a restaurant, like not a diner. Oh okay, right. Part of her abusive situation is he has isolated her and cut all of her friends and family off, makes her seem crazy or, you know, in a situation, she, you know, he sent an email from her account to her sister saying, you know, basically she hated her. So... We finally see the sisters reconcile. They sit down to dinner together, and she's trying to explain the situation and what she needs help with to to move on, like to not be stalked anymore. And as she's talking, oh my god, I'm gonna like freak out again. Her sister's looking over her shoulder, like across from her, over C's shoulder. And all of a sudden, we see a knife floating in midair. And then in two seconds, like really one, two, the sister's throat gets sliced and the knife ends up in C's hands. Before C even has a chance to process what's happened, that her sister is dead, the knife is in her hands. She's framed for this murder. The restaurant freaks out. She's on the ground. I mean, for a good 10 seconds, I was frozen. Couldn't breathe. Like, hands covering my face, my mouth. Like, what just happened? It was so creepy. I was frozen until the scene ended. It was a good 30 seconds. I mean, shocked. 
totally unexpected. Yeah. Very well done. At that point, the two sisters, you know, they were basically not getting along because of the fake email. But right when um, C says that she found something, I found something that proves proves he's still alive. Mm-hmm. And she, at that point, like you can see, she might, like she's going to listen to it. Right. Possibly believe her, and then she's dead. And I was totally shocked by that. I guess I shouldn't have been, considering it's the Invisible Man well, movie. But I think the the truly shocking part about it is they specifically met in a public place. I mean, that shows how bold and powerful and controlling he thinks he is. That he can. In a public place, murder someone at a table in the middle of the restaurant and still get away with it. That, to me, is like the most shocking part of it all. Now, here's a quick question. I feel like Jess paid attention more to the movie than I did. Oh, no. The girl that picked her up in the beginning of the movie on the street. Yeah, her sister. That was her sister. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. But then when she showed up at the house... I mean, she was mad that she even visited at all, right? Right, because she knew that he was going to be looking for her. And so that's what I, that's the one thing that was hard to, I don't know if they were at a mutual friend's house or if that was her sister's boyfriend's house. It didn't see, that's what I, the first time I'm assuming, because even uh, the cop's name, do you know the cop's name? James. James. James is like, I'm going to go, what's the girl, little girl's name? <laughs> Sid. Sid. I'm going to go with Sid. I'm like, oh, Sid the... Daughter. Right. But I didn't, we didn't know that at the time. Like, not really. It was like, it was so early. I'm like, wait, did they get dropped off at, is this her brother-in-law? That's what I assumed. Whose house is this? Well, I guess that's the thing. Because if they were married, then her sister should have been there. And I think the whole point was to show, like, she was, she was in hiding she sure. didn't want to go outside. She didn't want anyone to know where she was. And so that's why she got mad at her sister for showing up randomly because she assumed that he would have followed oh, her yeah, to yeah. her Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I got that. But as a viewer, we didn't know that until the sister shows up. That's and, pretty early on in the movie, though. Uh, Jess, but we're watching this movie. She gets picked up by this girl, which we don't know yet. Okay. And then, boom, she's at the house. And we're like, oh, she's with this guy. Okay. Must be like her brother-in-law, simple. Then the sister shows up at the door and he's like acting like he hasn't seen her in so long. And I'm like, I'm so confused right now. Well, it said two weeks later. So, I mean, if they were in an intimate relationship, yeah, two weeks is a long time. Oh, man. Hold on, Jess. It's a happy birthday photo. Colin Trevor, unbelievable. Really? You had to interrupt our podcast to like something on Instagram? I even like, we're we're on Jurassic, Jurassic World 3 Watch, people notifications they're filming right now if it means we're recording a podcast and i have to pause for a second to check the gram instagram i'm gonna do it back to the invisible man okay so listen sometimes i'm a lazy viewer so that explains that part jess and i disagreed on the ending for this movie now i will say this apparently we're moving on (laughs) do you want to keep talking listen no there's there's nothing more i can say you you followed the beginning for me as a viewer i was like i was confused one because i really thought the girl that picked her up was not the same girl that opened the door and met James. Like, to me, at that point, I'm like, I'm like, okay, so the girl just dropped her off this guy's house. Then the sister's showing up. Anyway, that's me being lazy. I was confused. You weren't confused. I was confused. Anyways, the ending. 
Jess and I disagreed on the ending just a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think it was, I'm going to say something cheesy. Oh, my gosh. I don't want to. So it was powerful. Powerful. It was powerful. All right. So th- this is where the movie goes a little bit, I would call it off the rails. Jess no, would not call it. Not now, even a little bit. This the, was the ending that I saw coming, that I wanted as a viewer. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, <laughs> here's the thing. How this movie goes down is this. The third act. Um, <laughs> okay, up until this, to this point, C, everyone is convinced she is a murderer. Right? Murderer. We got that clear. Everyone thinks she murdered her sister. There's no... There's witnesses. There's nobody that believes she did not kill that her sister. That was not the theme of the whole movie. No, no, no. At this point in the third act. Okay, at this she's point locked in up. the movie, yes. Everyone's convinced she is crazy. Yep. There's nobody that believes her. Plain and simple. Okay. The Invisible Man shows up where she's locked up. She starts slitting her wrist in which there's not really much blood for the rest of the movie. Fine. I, yeah, even like the cops grabbing her wrist. I mean... Because she cut a lot of her wrist. This was not like... I thought she was going to fake. It was It was disturbing difficult a little bit. to watch, yeah. All right. So the Invisible Man kills a bunch of people. She escapes chasing after him. She gets in a car and she calls James. He's like, well, how are you calling me? Like, Because obviously you're a murderer. You're supposed to be locked up. How are you calling me? He He's yeah. freaking out. I thought she was going to get framed for another murder. Well, yeah, because... What she says is this. Sid's life is in Sid's danger. Sid's life is in danger. Where is she? And I'm like, dude, he's not telling you, a murderer, that everyone, you just, they think you beat this girl up at one point in the movie. Okay. Right. He's not telling you where she lives or where she's at. He's like, she's at home. Why? I'm like, no, James, what are you doing? Really? I didn't feel Why would like you- that at all. I thought she was driving... A complete. I thought she was like trying to escape and was like, "You go check on your daughter. I'm out of here." Well, one, she was chasing after the bad guy. Now that makes a good point because I, when James showed up by himself and I, just himself, I'm like, nobody called the cops. He didn't call the cops. Like, what is going on here? So, huh? It's simple things when I watch a movie. I'm like, yeah, we watch this with entirely different like thought process. Because I listen. I'll never. This is a very well done movie. I can't say I'll do better. But having said that, like, I'm watching the movie and I'm thinking, what is this character thinking? And it's, you're a murderer. Don't ask me where my daughter is. I'm not going to tell you. You're crazy. Okay, secondly, if my daughter's in danger, every cop is showing up at the house. In fact, C would also be calling the cops. That's a problem for me when I'm watching. This would not be a problem if this was a low-budget movie that I made where I'm like, listen, we can't afford cops. We can't afford them. Like, sorry, it's got to be simple. You'd solve it by, sit, uh, see, her phone could be breaking up. James is like, I don't know what's going on. I just got to get home by myself. Anyways, hmm. so back to the ending. I was surprised when Sid showed up at the house because I was like, Why man, she... I thought you were escaping and now right. you're right now back. back. Yeah. yeah. Right. Anyways, uh, so at that point, they kill the invisible man, which turns out to be um, Adrian's brother. Cool. I figured that um, one out. Yeah. And then it turns out that Adrian is actually, well, the cops show up at Adrian's house and Adrian's locked away, like, in some secret room. Pretty creepy. Very brilliant. His whole, you know, faking his death. I'm a victim. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I loved it. And I'm like, end it right here. No. End it right here. Oh, my gosh. No. 
Oh, that would have been amazing. Ugh. You want this guy, like, he's so creepy. He's still out there. Make another movie. I'll watch it. Plain and simple. Which they might because we know at the end there's a suit still out there. And who has it? A murderer. She is not. Okay, so, listen. Danny, so, I would <laughs> I would play the self-defense card all day well, long. We're going to get into even that. Even if she was not in immediate danger. All right, so Self-defense. C, C goes to Adrian's house for a dinner. He's like... Danny's unhappy, so our freezer just had the audacity to kick on and try to chill our food. And Danny's over here like, you know what? We're recording a podcast. I don't have time for this. Right? I'm going to unplug you. All right, tone it down there, Jess. All right, so Adrian invites C to his house for dinner. And she shows up dressed up. Luckily, James is in a car nearby listening to the whole thing. I'm like, okay, okay. This is the old, the old classic, uh, I'm wearing a wire scene. We got this. Pretty simple. Adrian won't admit to what he did. So C excuses herself and goes to the bedroom bathroom. So he never gave... So, okay. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, what? I had to to step out for, what, a minute? 30 seconds? Oh, yeah. Just, just uh, <laughs> we're watching this movie, a tense... <laughs> I don't know, a two-hour film, very well done. We're excited. We're scared. At this point where C is having dinner with Adrian, a very climactic type of moment, Jess is like, well, F it. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> time, I'm not... Time for a bathroom break. I'm not proud of it, but when you got to go, I... Listen, I knew... An intense scene was upcoming. They were calm, sitting down, eating dinner. I had a good minute. I had a good minute. And luckily, all right, yeah, too much. It doesn't matter. The point being. I made it back. However, my question is, did he ever actually confess? No, that was the whole thing. I re- when Jess so left. That's why we're standing there. You showed I me what I missed. Did you see him confess, confess in that part? I, no, I no that's what I said. You cut it before his actual confession. He didn't confess. You never said that. I was like, what the heck? You didn't film the like, crucial moment. Because there was... Listen, when Jess left... But you didn't tell me that. Well, let's be clear, everybody. Oh, my goodness. When Jess left to go to the bathroom, yes, I did record that part of the movie. Okay. I don't know if we should be saying that. Well, I'm not going to do anything. I, okay. Mm-hmm. So when you sat back down, I told you, James is outside listening in. That's all I said. Correct. Okay, at that point, she's like, I need to go clean myself up. So, for what though? Like, what made her stop the conversation? They were still talking. From what I recorded, Adrian never admits to what he did. She kind of okay, so goes to the... She, at that point, she thing. changes. That makes it even more justified then. What happens? She goes to the, the spare bedroom where she had hid an extra suit. Well, hey, we didn't see that. That wasn't on, on screen. We see her go into the bathroom and wipe her eyes. Next thing we see, a knife hanging beside in the midair sure. and this beside is all, Adrian. This is all being recorded by the surveillance footage. Okay, this knife floating in the air. He gra- or he's forced to grab it, and then he's like a little bit of fighting with it, and then he cuts his own throat. Very yeah. unnatural, not convincing. Because listen, I'm fine with her winning in the end. 
I'm not so fine with her becoming the murderer of this guy when I want her to like outsmart him in some way. The biggest problem I have is that at this point, she has convinced everybody. They went from not believing her to everyone believes her. Adrian was a genius, and he created a suit that allowed, well, at this point, her brother, his brother, to torture her, murder people. Okay. And they destroyed that suit. Right. Now, which is ridiculous that he would only build one. Okay. Hey, it was very new technology. But the point Why is... Why would he want anyone else to have hands on this special suit that he's made? Sure. And I'm probably looking at it too much of like a, the common sense point of view. That if I was a detective and they showed me this footage of this knife floating in the air and him struggling with a knife before he cut his own throat, I'd be like, that's really strange. Oh, wait, didn't we just uh, have an incident where people were killed by someone in an invisible suit? Oh, is this guy's brother? Oh, this guy invented these suits? Um, I'm thinking there's another suit out there. And wait, the girl disappeared, went to the bathroom, came back after he was cutting his own throat. I think it's the girl. That's a lot of speculation I'm hearing. Hearsay. Hearsay. All right. So we disagree in the ending, but it's a very good movie. I can go with it. It's just the common sense of it, why she would do it that way, beyond me. Like just Because she knew her life was still in danger. But He was not confessing. Oh, I agree. But the surveillance footage looks like an invisible person killed him. I disagree. <laughs> The guy's going to kill himself at dinner. He picks up the knife. He's fighting with it a little bit. Cuts his own throat. It's like, oh, it's just so conflicted inside. Uh-huh. But then the final scene. So my There's more? Know, final scene is when she actually is, like, walking out and she smiles and she closes her eyes and looks up. It's like the I am finally free. Oh, yeah, she's finally look. free. But guess what? She's now a murderer and she has an invisible suit. Prove it. All right. Everyone, thanks for listening. Jess is shaking her head at me. I'm just going to drink my tea. Thank you for listening. Send us an email if you want. If you don't, that's okay. Thank you very much. Good night.